saints of God shout a big amen. amen. Come on, let that amen roar like thunder. Amen. Walk to seven people and welcome them to church tonight. Tell them I'm glad to sit by you this evening. The steadfast love of the Lord never Season. His mercies never come to an end. Everybody say they are new. saints of God shout a thunderous amen. Let that amen roar like thunder. While you're standing, break your Bibles open to Psalm 105. We will read from verse 12 to verse 15. Today is the anointing for preservation service. Someone here, you won't be cut short before your time online, on site. Hear ye the word of the Lord. You won't be cut short before your time. When there were but a few in number, yea, very few, 
and strangers in it. When they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, Touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. Tell your neighbor, touch not my anointed. Say it like a preacher tonight, touch not my anointed. For a topic tonight, I'll be speaking on living in divine preservation and protection. Somebody say living in divine preservation and protection. Say it more, one more time with alacrity and clarity. It's living in divine preservation and protection. You may be seated and never go down in life. Tonight I have one objective to, is to understand how to live in order to live in divine preservation and protection. It is clear through scriptures that it is never the will of God for his people to be cut short before their time. I repeat, it is clear from scriptures that it is never the will of God for his children to be cut short before their time. Lift your hand and say, I will never, I can't hear you shout, I will never be cut short before my time. If you believe a shout, I believe in amen. The will of God for his children is that they fulfill the number of their days. Lift your right hand and say, I will fulfill the number of my days. Shout a big amen. The Bible tells us in Exodus 23 in verse 25, and he shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless thy bread and thy water and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. God says, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. So he is committed to servicing those that serve him. Service is the doorway for God to service your life. It is the doorway for supernatural preservation and protection. So how do we live in order to enjoy divine preservation and protection? One thing is for you to know that it is the will of God for you to live in divine preservation and protection. It's another thing to know how do I access that covenant birthright. Number one, live with vision on purpose. Tell your neighbor, live with vision on purpose. Are you still fasting? Eh? I'm still fasting. And if I'm louder than you, something is wrong. Amen. Live with vision on purpose. 
duration for life attracts duration of life. The Bible says in Proverbs 29 verse 18, where there is no vision, the people what? So in other words, where there is vision, there is preservation and protection. Vision is a preserver of life and destiny. That is why vision for life affects your duration. The number of your days is a function of the vision you have. Vision for tomorrow facilitates acceleration into tomorrow. You can't assess tomorrow if you don't have a vision for tomorrow. So when the vision of tomorrow is on ground, it accelerates you into tomorrow. I speak to someone by prophecy. By this word you are hearing, you will see your tomorrow. So don't live your life by chance. Don't live your life by happenstance. No way. Be deliberate and decisive and intentional. Let me repeat it. Be deliberate, decisive, and intentional about life. And it doesn't matter what the situation around you looks like. Now, if you can see the ultimate, you will survive the immediate. You didn't hear me. It doesn't matter what you are going through. It doesn't matter what you are passing through. If you can see the ultimate, you will survive the immediate. It was about Jesus, the Bible told him, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the... God, had, Jesus has seen the glory. He has seen himself seated in the right hand of God, exalted above every other thing, and he endured the momentary pain of the cross. What you are passing through now is temporal. Listen, the fact that I don't have money in my pocket does not mean I'm not rich. The fact that I trek to church or enter the bus or jump a keke does not mean I don't have a car. It is just the immediate. And the immediate is not the ultimate. If somebody catches this light, you will not remain on the same level. Listen, if you catch this light, you will stop throwing pity party. The fact that I don't have a child now does not mean I'm barren. I am simply a mother in waiting. <laughs> if you can see the ultimate, you will survive the immediate. You will not allow what, for what is seen is temporary. It is temporary. of the future creates a future for you. The vision of the future, a better tomorrow, creates the future, creates the tomorrow for you. And you are not permitted to die in a future you have seen. 
Danny, let me warn you. Don't live like a blank mind. Don't live like a man whose head is not in his head. Because you're just walking. Just passing through life. No! You're a man on a vision. With a vision. On a purpose. A blank mind equals to a blank destiny. Can I shock you? What you never see coming will never come. Do you know how many times I saw this building in my dream completed? What you never see coming will never come. In fact, it must happen two times. You must see it in vision first, in your dream, before you see it physically. Ask Jeremiah, what have you seen? Jeremiah said, I see the road of our almond tree. He said, thou hast seen well. For I will what? Hasten my word to perform it. What do you see 2024 like? You know, this our December is our team for the month is finishing strong. What do you see 2024 look like? Because all we are doing this month is to prepare you for 20, so that you will not enter 2024 unprepared. If you finish strong, you will begin better. Don't live your life for the immediate. Live for the ultimate. Live for what? Live for the ultimate. Live for the ultimate. How do you access? How do you live in order to live in divine preservation and protection? Number two, live in covenant. Live in what? Write it down. Listen. God is a covenant making God and also a covenant keeping God. Check through the scriptures from our patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David. All of them were men and women of covenant. God doesn't do things with casual men and women. God does covenant. I say God does what? Our scriptural patriarchs lived long lives because of covenant. Covenant is an agreement between two parties. When you and God come to the point of having an agreement of commitment, when anyone looks at you, they are looking for God's trouble. Because you are joined with him. Hello. Men of covenant rule the world. Men of covenant don't die anyhow. They are not wasted like chicken. But God says, my covenant I will not break. Listen. Why do you think we begin every year 
with 21 days and conclude it with solemn assembly to reenact the covenant every year every year every year because God does not do casuals God does not do platonic relationships God does covenants anyone God will ever use must be a person of covenant so make up your mind that in in the coming year you'll be intentional about covenant your covenant walk with God you must cut it jealously come to a point in your life where you and God are intertwined are you aware that covenant is depth of intimacy with God covenant is depth of intimacy because God will not do some things until you are intimate with him. Do you remember that God wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? And he was taking a walk in the evening. And he said, will I hide this thing from my friend Abraham? That was a man that had a covenant relationship with God. And God knew that Lot was connected to him. And if anything happens to Lot, it will affect Abraham and his covenant with Abraham will look shaky. Are you aware that there is a covenant you enter with God before anything happens to your children? God will reveal it to you in the night. I told you one day, one Sunday I was preparing for service and I was in my office and I just, someone like me, I had the leading to call my son. I picked up the phone, I called the landline at home. Who picked the phone? It was Zion. I asked him, how are you? He said, Daddy, I'm not feeling well. I could hardly sleep. That's a seven-year-old boy expressing himself that way. I now knew why God put that prompting. Because when you remember me, before, there's nothing will make me call them that early. Because I come to the office around six. So, because God and I are in covenant, he puts a prompting in my spirit. And I took authority over that foul spirit. And immediately I finished praying for him. I asked him, how are you feeling? He said, my chest feels free. Feels better. And he went to church that Sunday. Somebody that couldn't sleep in the night. intimacy number two covenant connotes depth of sacrifice depth of sacrifice because there is no sacrifice with, there is no covenant without sacrifice check through the scriptures everyone that God has ever made to enter into a covenant with him from Abraham that day God killed there was a lamb that was killed dove that was killed. God made him to walk through them. For that covenant to be enacted. 
covenant men don't die by the roadside. Covenant men cannot be kidnapped. Covenant men cannot be molested or harassed. Because anywhere God sees blood, he answers. <laughs> anywhere he sees blood. That was why the day he wanted to judge Egypt, he told every family to kill a lamb. Next year, I'm going to take time to talk on the blood covenant. In fact, one of the months is dedicated to covenants. So, covenant offers a covering in adversity. It offers a covering, a buffer, a shield, a protection in times of adversity. Covenant men can't be poor. Covenant men can be broke. Covenant men can be stranded. Because the person you are in covenant with is El Shaddai. He owns the universe. The cattle on a thousand hills are, are his. Am I communicating? Covenant compels the commitment of your covenant partner. He told Abraham, those that love you, I love. Those that hate you, I waste them. It commands, it compels the commitment of your partner. And your partner this time around is the almighty God, your defender. He said, those that love you, I love. Those that hate you, I waste them. They bless you, I bless them. They cause you, I cause them to perpetual oblivion. Am I communicating? I cause them that they will not be remembered in the, in the annals of history. How do we live in order to live in divine protection and preservation? And that is where I'm going to stop today. Is number three, live in love. Live in what? Love for God, love for man. Can I tell you the truth? Anything that wants you to hate wants you to die. Anything in you that wants you to hate wants you to what? For God is love. You can't know God until you know love. You can't claim that you know God and you hate your brother. Am I communicating? You know, I told you pastors one time that if I eat communion with you, we eat communion together. It is anti-covenant for me to wish you bad or do you bad. We don't know the grave implications of the things we do in church. If we eat communion, the body and the blood of Jesus together, I won't see what is about to harm you and close my eye. That is that. 
the the Catholic call it blessed Eucharist, the highest, the highest covenant. I can't wish you bad. I can't plan your destruction. I can't sit down where they are discussing how to pull you down and I keep quiet. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your soul. And the second is like this. You shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. that walk in love cannot be killed anyhow. Lovers of God, lovers of people cannot be killed anyhow. I think on Sunday I'll continue on this teaching. You see, it was love that made Jesus to die on the cross. It was love that kept him on the cross. It wasn't the nails that kept him on the cross. It was love for humanity. For God so loved the world that he did what? Come to a point in your walk with God that your love for him and love for people is palpable. was Jesus that said you have passed from death to life when you avoid hate, when you love your neighbor. You pass from death when you avoid hate and you pass to life when you love. Hear me, let me warn you. Don't let anybody recruit you into malicious gossip, slander. You know, we have a, a degree in this part of the world. It is called PhD. Pull him or her down. By all means, that is Shiko mentality, crabology. Let me tell you, explain it to you. If you put 100 crabs, you know what is called crab, Shiko, in a basket, you don't need to cover that basket. You know why? As soon as one crab tries to leave the basket, Another crab will pull him down. We die here. You are not going anywhere. And that is how some believers are behaving. My spiritual father calls this Okurika mentality. Okurika in Idoba is called a crab. Shiko mentality. Pull him down. I won't get there. You won't get there. We all die here. They will recruit you into jealousy. Recruit you into anger. Recruit you into bitterness. All of a sudden, you begin to hate somebody that did not do anything to you. Because they are based on hearsay. Or saying and saying and saying. I forgot about saying, saying, saying. They are recruiting you into murder. Be careful. Don't say what you are not sure about. someone as a topic eh? Eh? change the topic or walk away change the topic or what 
if the person insists on soaking that thing, don't tell the person, excuse me, I'll be with you. But never, never be in a place where they are talking people down. But whatsoever a man saw it, never you gang up to fight a man whose hands is clean. Never you gang up to fight a person whose hands is clean. Can I tell you the truth? The flow of love is the flow of life. First John 4, 8. He that loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. And God is what? Life. So the flow of love is the flow of life. tell you the truth. That the force of love is strong enough to withstand the force of death. Yeah. It was love that resurrected Jesus from the grave. That was why Satan could not keep him there. In Songs of Solomon verse 8, chapter 8 verse 6. He says set me a seal upon thine heart as a seal upon thy right hand. For love is strong as Guinea state. And I say jealousy is as cruel as the grave. Listen, one of the ways to handle bitterness, hatred, and unforgiveness is the giving of gifts to those that hate you. You know when the Bible says to give a cup of water eh, to those that hate you that when you are doing that you are putting what? Coal of fire. Hear me? Love conquers death. Love conquers bad wishes. You, you, dis, you disarm the person you incapacitate the person. You know this person doesn't like you. You get a gift and give the person. It, 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 it. You know what? It means to neutralize poison. It makes the hate and the jealousy of non-effect. It's an antidote. you in the past. They jilted you. I let go. They fought you. They said false things about you. Love conquers all. Love when you walk in vision when you walk in love nobody can kill you before your time stand up on your feet you need to you need to propose in your heart these are things 
understand. You walk in vision. You walk in covenant. You walk in love. This threefold God eh, will keep you for life. Vision. Covenant. Love. They took somebody to a shrine and they told them this person's head cannot walk. You, you've not had those kind of testimony. Why couldn't the juju walk? The person was a person of vision, a person of covenant, and a person of love. This threefold cord will keep you as long as you want on it. Because these are the characteristics of God. God is eternal. God is immortal. And so are you. These are his characteristics. God is a visionary God. Even while the earth was without form and void, the Bible says, and God said, he saw light out of darkness. He saw the trees. He saw the fishes. He saw the birds. He saw the whales. He saw the dragons. When the earth was without what? Form and void. Visionary God. the sacrifice of Noah. He swore. Noah entered a covenant. Noah gave to God. You know, there are species of animals that are no longer on this earth because Noah sacrificed them to God. That was how precious that, that sacrifice was. The Bible says, and when God smelled it, God swore. Fear covenant men. Fear covenant men. Are we talking about covenant? Or are we talking about love? Abraham loved God to the point that God says, Hey, Abi, give me your son, your only son, whom thou lovest. Oh, yes, sir. To a man that I will show you. Love for God made Abraham bundle his son. Do you know it took them three days to get to Mount Moriah, the Mount of God. Enough mind to change his mind. And when they got to a particular, he told the servants, now you can wait here. I and the lad will go and do what? Sacrifice. Now the one that broke my heart is when they got to the mountain of the Lord. Isaac said, Father, here is the wood. Here is the fire. Where is the lamb? 
a genuine lover of God. He said, God shall provide for himself a sacrifice. Meanwhile, the person he was answering is the sacrifice. And before that statement was over, he bundled him, tied him hands and feet. The Bible says, to God, Abraham had already killed Isaac. Isaac was already dead. That is what love can do. Ah. Did you see what God told Abraham after that? He said, now I know that you love me. God swore in blessing to bless you. Through shall all the nations of the earth. Are we not singing Abraham's blessing am I? It was because of love work with God. The Amalekites could not kill him. The Canaanites could not kill him. He completed his work with God. Got into the promised land. Nothing. The Bible said that Abraham died in a full ripe old age was not caught before his time. I prophesy over somebody that is listening to me, on site and online, you will not die before your time. You will not die another person's death. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and begin to thank God for the word you've heard tonight. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We give you praise and we give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say, Father, I come before you today to thank you and to honor you for your word to me. I receive grace to live in vision and on purpose, to live in covenant and to live in love. One more time, I receive grace to live in vision and on purpose to live in covenant and to live in love open your mouth and begin to pray i receive grace to live in vision on purpose i receive grace to walk in the covenant i receive grace to walk in love what shall separate us from the love of God shall famine, shall persecution, shall peril, shall hunger, shall want, shall war separate us from the love of God. I determine to work in vision and on purpose. I determine to walk in the covenant with God. I refuse to walk peripherally. I refuse to live ordinary. I refuse to work like a man. I propose to walk in the covenant. I walk in love. I walk in love. No bitterness. No animosity. No hatred. No anger. No slothfulness. I walk in love. Open my eyes of understanding to see your plans for my life. Open my eyes of understanding to know your way for my life. In the name of Jesus, lift your hand and say, Father, I come before you and I ask for your help. 
and your mercy in any area that may have offended you in any area of my life that the enemy may use to access my life oh god give me grace to live above the agenda of hell lord in the name of jesus open your mouth and receive grace receive help receive mercy in any area that you may have offended god in any area of your life that the enemy may use to access your life receive grace to live above hatred receive grace to live above anger receive grace to live above gossip receive grace to live above hatred receive grace to live above malice I receive grace to live above the agenda of the enemy I receive grace I receive grace I receive grace I receive grace in the name of Jesus everyone lift your hand and say after me father I thank you for your word I ask for mercy I ask for forgiveness of sin in any way I might have sinned against you I ask that the blood of Jesus will cleanse me will purify me and grant me access by your blood Satan I reject you I reject all your works from today I will live for Jesus forward ever backward never come on forward ever backward never in the name of Jesus now the oil is about to come upon your head ask God what you want him to do for you it is the oil of preservation. It is the oil of protection. The Bible says in our text, he rebuked kings for their sake. He suffered no man to do them harm. From nation to nation, continent to continent, city to city, no man was permitted to lay a finger on them now begin to declare that the remaining part of this year you are preserved and protected not one hair on your head will fall to the ground you will not be victim of disaster happenstance or accident a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night come on saints of god open your mouth and begin to decree what you want to see the oil of preservation and protection is coming upon your head calamities of your family will not affect you this December you shall fulfill your days any plan of the enemy against you against your family against anyone related connected with you they are aborted as the oil of preservation comes upon you oil of preservation and protection comes upon you Everything about you 
is preserved and protected. Everything related, connected, associated with you. Get me oil. Hold 